Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. because not only uh, do I have the Love King here, but we are celebrating, okay? The new album is out. Like, how excited are you about that? Yes, round of applause, round of applause. <laughs> Super excited. Um, I, I, I always had post-album, pre-album, pre-album anxiety. Like even that, even 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 the eight albums in, like it's been very hard to sleep um, this week, like for me. So I'm I'm looking forward to sleeping like a baby at some point tonight. Um, I always wonder, you know, different questions come to mind, like how you know, it's, it's you never want to fall off, you know what I mean? Like you always want to be the best at what you do, and you in that this period of my life, I I want to, um, but I always also want to represent like growth and like maturity. And the craft of what I do, um, you always hope that you make some new fans. You know what I mean? Like some new music lovers, some new people come along for the ride, you know, and discover you for the first time. I never, you know, if, ever, if the world knew my name, would it would be no need for interviews or any, you know what I mean? The entire, if everybody knew who you were, you know? That'd be kind of arrogant of you to think that everybody knows who Raheem Devon is. So, That's um, hard anyway, you like to touch the people. I think if, even if everybody, knew you, like you said, I think you would still do interviews. You would still do intimate shows because that's just who you've always been throughout your career. You yeah. people, and I think that's what people love so much, you know, about you. They feel like they've grown with you throughout this entire time. Like you're not new to this raw. Okay. So yeah. fans are very loyal and every album you do get new fans and it just keeps building and building. So don't think you're not like everybody don't know your name, okay? Because trust no, me, I know. I, in the conversations. Again, when you, you know, it's it's a not everybody can say they dropping their eighth album and uh, you know it's number one right now and you know it's doing well, you know, uh, on the digital platforms where that's where you know that's where like that's where the new millennial lives now. You know what I mean? Like you know, yes. and um, yes. I'm, so I'm 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 thankful and present. I'm happy, you know. I'm humble, and uh, I'm 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 glad that it's been. It's just the first. It ain't been 24 hours yet, and it's being received so well. Um, yeah. So I'm thankful. You know? Yeah. So let's let's take it back. Let's let's go through your journey a little bit because so much has changed, even within like from your first album when you dropped, right, all mm -hmm. the way up until now. You kind of had to ride that wave of mm -hmm. the industry but you still manage to stay within your own lane like i can't like you don't veer too much off like even if it's activism uh if you're talking about something you know serious community-wise whatever it is it still has that raheem devon 
vibe? Was this something that you always wanted to, um, that you had in mind for your path? Like, I'm going to do everything creative I want to, but I know that I have like a lane that I'm staying in. Or yeah, are you? I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize. I didn't realize I had carved out my own lane to probably about like 24 months ago. 70, 70, really? like, yeah, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was a, they were, you know, men, artists, we can be insecure just like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I really, I'm in a place where I enjoy hearing myself, like, sonically. Um, I feel like, I, I feel like I've become a master in my craft, you know what I mean? And sometimes, and for some people, it take, that takes longer than others, you know what I mean? So, like, in a really, so, so if that, I think that's the energy people are feeling on the record. That's, you know, the voice is cut through differently. And, you know, I'm understanding the instrument that, that, that I have, you know, but more importantly, like the gift that I have and the purpose of it, you know what I mean? And being, and being comfortable and cool with that and understanding um, having your own lane has challenges because when you're not doing what everybody else is doing, yeah. you know, sometimes you miss out on, you might feel like you miss out on certain opportunities or, Certain things don't come your way, or like you know what, what I mean. It's like type of opportunities. Do you feel like you may have, may people may have tried to box you into a certain uh, sound or you know genre or whatever you want to call it? What opportunities? It's not so much, it's not so much the box ins, but you know what I'm saying. Like you know, I, 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 you know, I love to. I would love to do like a Soul Train, uh, uh, uh cipher, or you know what I'm saying. Just, just different things like different accolades, you know, um, or certain nominations or, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Where you, where you, where I feel like, you know, my last album is crazy. The Love Reunion, you know what I mean? Like, so is this, um, the album before that, like it's, it's gems on every project, you know, or lead all the way back to the love experience. But it's also understanding that everything has its place, has its time. And ultimately what's for you is for you. So finding the peace in that, like, I'm cool. You know, um, the same person I was, you know, I'm not, just, I'm not the same person I was even a year ago. You know what I mean? Like, always that. we're always personality-wise, spiritually-wise, like especially on that tip. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's 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 the main thing I focus on is being consistent. It's consistency, right? And how to be a breath of fresh air within that within that word consistency. And when you are. I guess when you're trying to come up with the inspiration for a new album, new project, where do you go for that inspiration? What's your motivation when you sit down to, you know, start a new album? Do you look at the things that you've been through throughout that year or however long it's been in between the album? Do you reach out, you know, do you have stories already in mind that maybe your friends have gone through or somebody vented to you about it? Like what if, do you pull if that? You ask, if you're asking me how much of my music is, is me and do I wear it on my sleeve? Like, absolutely. Do I live vicariously through others and like creatively? Absolutely. Like it's, everything is in real time and it depends on what, what my energy is that day, what time of the day it is. Typically a lot of times I'm recording that between the hours of like midnight and 5 a.m. So midnight and 5 a.m., it ain't nothing but open, but you know, prior, you know, prior to COVID, the <laughs> pandemic. Grandma say, legs. It, it <laughs> look, look, at that time of the night, it ain't nothing open but legs, studios, strip clubs, 
you know what I'm saying? Like that type of thing. And then typically I'm in the studio. Like that's my, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've come to understand and learn, you know, it's, it, that's my, that's my lady. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying? That's like, that's, 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 that's the woman. That's my main, that's my lady. That's my wife, pretty much. That's what I spent, you know what I mean? I mean so it's like, um, so you, so you can imagine. It could be, that could be a lot too. If you are, you know, if you have a lady or you're trying to, you know, build this relationship, it has to be something that is understood that do you feel is your, is your music your priority when it comes to dealing with those situations? I mean, it's always, it, it's, it's my, my, now my priority is me. You know what I'm saying? Like I've learned how to make me the priority, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, happiness requires self. You got to be able to tap into yourself. So about the things you want, what you don't want. Um, and you, you know, you, you might look at I think that's probably the biggest thing for me. I realized through the pandemic, like I looked up and realized like, yo, you've been, you've been, you know, taking care of this person or that person or, worried about this or whatever and it's like but who's taking care of you and how are you pointing to you you know you know what i'm saying like um so with that you know it starts so it starts there you know what i'm saying and that spiritual connection with the creator with god you know the most high and from from, from there it you know the, the, the priorities of like you know for me my priorities are my family my children you know what i'm saying making sure we can provide um and you know and 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 and, and Thankfully, I have a gift that allows me to do that. So, so I have to spend, you know, the time that I have to spend to do that is not your average time. You know, I've been independent since it'll be 10 years of January 1st, 2021. So I make it look easy, but it's not, it's the, what I do is not. I'm like album after yeah. album after album and that consistency that sound that you are consistently giving, the quality that you're consistently giving, like it takes time and you're giving yourself, your art, you're giving so much of yourself to us. So it's like, yeah, how do you, you know. That's the thing. Some women don't, you feel the, fact you, the fact that you're a woman and you can pinpoint that and understand, really understand that, a lot of, a lot of women can't swallow that pill. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, but you, but, but, but you too, being in the field that we in like you you get it you know what i mean like and it's um i, know, you know, I see both sides and, of it though i, I understand both sides yeah of it. you have to be you have and, and and i have to be i have to be unapologetic in my in my passion for it my hunger the addiction the focus you know what i'm saying that that, that it requires you know what i mean McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, but then it also back to you just like you said though you know with quarantine I think everybody kind of got you know the people who are always hustling bustling who are always moving and grinding had had to stop had to sit down had to really focus and then you're like dang is this what it feels like 
but here's and you stop for and you stop for a minute, but then you can't stop for too long. Though. Like you know, oh, what I'm saying yeah, it's like I'm, it helps, nonstop. It helps, it helps. Yeah, it helps you prioritize though. It definitely helps you prioritize to say, hey, you know what? Um, in order to unfortunately achieve this, I may have to walk away from that, or you know, I might have to scale back on this, or you know what I'm saying? Put more focus here to be able to do what I need to do. You know, take 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 five steps back to take twenty steps forward. If that you know, makes yeah, sense. No, because that's what, sometimes it takes that. Like, it takes something to happen to get you to slow down. And then you start realizing all these little things like, oh, shoot, maybe I should. The things, you need, to, the things you need to fix, the things you need to fix around you. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Some, 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 in some cases, you may become a casualty. Things may become come casual to you. Your relationship, your friends, family, certain people, um, jobs, a job, whatever the case may be. Um, because if it's if, if the energy ain't right around you for what you need to accomplish, you know what I'm saying? Because we all have we all have a a a, a path. Like we, you know, we have a a, a goal. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a goal, but a purpose, excuse me. We have a purpose and you can't, you know, to fully serve your purpose, um this might sound weird or selfish, but like everybody around you gotta serve your purpose. For you to be able to serve the purpose that you have to serve. That is what it's all about. And yeah. I realized that getting older, especially in my 30s, like, like, you know, just the hustle and bustle, the industry stuff, everything. And you realize, you slowly get, begin to realize that it's almost like, I don't want to call people a weight, but it, that's what it feels like. It feels no, like no, no. something is like a weight. And you're like... This is a, that's exactly what it is. It's a time. This is a time. This is a very special time. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, originally that my album was going to be called What a Time to Be Alive. But it's actually like, you know, um, um, the, the, in this, in the, in, the, in the form of the flesh, like we're not going to be here forever. But, but the love that, but the love that we'll have for our loved ones, if, you know, the lights go out tomorrow, you know, it's, it, it, you lose your loved one tomorrow, or they lose you. That love, that's forever. Right. And, right. And, and, and so I always try to operate in that frequency, you know what I'm saying, um, musically, you know, and 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 operate in that manner at you know um, at all times. You know, you were one of the first artists that you know when quarantine hit and you know everybody was home and everybody was going to like you know, like club quarantine, you know, and the DJ started doing their thing. You were like one of the first artists that I saw that was actually getting a bag because you were charging for your, you had like a, a virtual kind of experience, kind yeah. of like what Erica did, but it was, I feel like it was before Erica. It was, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, it was. I was just like, it just spoke to how much of a hustler you are and how you can shift and pivot not many some artists not even some a lot of artists were kind of like lost it, like oh my gosh it was a, yeah, it so much clubs it wasn't it wasn't so much about the it wasn't so much about the bag because the bag is definitely different right now in terms of like what we're used to as you know and so but it was definitely about um you know the animal instinct of hustle survival you know, going to survival mode, being an independent artist, knowing that, you know, I don't have the cushion of being able to call, you know, a major label distributor and say, hey, you know, da da da, da you know, um, the big advance, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 which is a loan that a lot of artists depend on, you know what I mean? So um, 
it's kind of like that oh snap moment you know what i mean where it's like i think everybody had it like everybody had it you know what i mean like how's this gonna if you're in real estate how's this gonna affect me if you you know if you're in a if you're in a uh you know a work industry that that doesn't um what do you call it brick, 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 if you're in brick what do they call it brick and mortar like and like, yeah. like it's a huge hit right now like so um so so yeah the pivot it's always been, you know, when when I back when I was on job records and they were trying to figure it out, or I feel like they didn't know what they had. Um, you know, my pivot was being the first guy to do to do mixtapes, soul and R&B mixtapes. That's that's what I that's what I did. I took people's beats. I, I went and took Fifty Cent's formula, added it with little Mike Jones, and and then made it you and then made it my thing and made it you and you, you know with some rock with a, with a, with a, with a nice you know quarter ounce of Raheem Devon. And a splash of this and a splash of that, and made them my thing. You know what I'm saying? And then and 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 other artists started to fall suit. I think probably as far as like my genre, uh, you know, you're talking about R&B. I think that artists that benefited from something I created was probably Trey Songs. You know what I'm saying? Because he was down to VA and he saw the formula, he took it and ran with it. You know what I mean? And and um, you know, and that. It, it's a thing of being resilient, right? That's what we are as a race of people. It's not about, I had to even, and I had to learn that and understand it too, um, that it's not about who did it um, first. It's about, or and, and, or necessarily who does it best. It's about aspiring to inspire, you know what I mean? And you sit back and you're like, yo, this is crazy. Like some, you know. Like, how does that feel when you see uh, artists that, clearly have, you know, taken a little bit from your blueprint and maybe they, you know, cause you went independent for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, so, and we can get into that too. Like your reasoning for being independent and not yeah. really like having that machine behind you. And then yeah. the artists who are kind of like taking a little bit of your blueprint and then they have that machine behind them. And it's kind of like, mm -hmm. We know, as as fans of Raheem Devon, like we know that they had that blueprint. But on a larger it's platform, cool. does it feel? How does it feel to? It's, it's cool. Like I mean, I I had to learn. I had, like I said, I had to learn to humble myself and understand that what we do, first of all, it doesn't belong to us. So we here to aspire to inspire one another. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, I'd be cool with it. Like actually, it's kind of dope. Like I'd be on to the next thing. Like. I've got, I get my roses. I remember, I, I remember long ago, like just we doing top top of, of Trey, for example. Like he pulled me, he pulled me to the side, like long ago. This was like, you know what I'm saying, and gave me my roses, and I gave him his. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's cool. Like I, you know, um, and there's things that he's done that somebody else can sit and you know, and from a whole, you know, from from some small town or somewhere else that's doing their thing, yeah. that. You know that, that 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 you aspire to inspire, and that's what that's what we do. I mean, there are, we are all inspired by someone. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure you can name who are the top five artists that have that inspired you. You know, when you first got into when you first started singing, and you first mm -hmm. realized, like, you know what, this is something I want to do. This feels good, and you know, I'm so, sure there are artists so, who inspired you. So, so um, Marvin Gaye, of course, um, um, Prince Roger Nelson, um, uh, Bob Molly. Those are my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I take those three. Um, 
Right. Believe it or not, 50 Cent, that whole G-Unit movement. Like, that's why, that's that's why, if it wasn't, you know, that whole mixtape wave, that's where I, that's what, you know what I'm saying? That's where I got it from. Like, that's, you know what I mean? That, um, that was the secret sauce. Like, that was. Yeah, and, 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 and me personally, um, my brother in music, um, um, Wes Felton, W. Ellington Felton, you know what I mean? Who I did the crossroads with. Right. Um, I, iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's something about when me and him get together and we make music. And it was just always like that from the beginning of the time. Like when we get on stage together and do things, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, those are people that you keep in your circle. Those are those are people that you continue to like make art with. Like the first, the first, you know, everybody always raves about, you know, seeing, you know, the times where I had the mop Pender painting on stage. And then, you know, I later on brought Wesson to do the same thing. Um, I saw Wes, I, I, I saw, I got that from Wes. I saw that, I saw it in one of my, in one of my current, um, you know, I'm t- t- uh, on, my, on my team right now. There was a, there was an event used to happen called Groove Gumbo. Uh-huh. It was brand, you know, shout out to uh, my part, one of my partners, he on my team, um, Tone, Tone Walton. So Tone, so I came to Groove Gumbo and I remember one of the first thing I saw was like Wes on stage doing whatever he was doing maybe performing, maybe, maybe hosting, maybe rapping, maybe singing at that, at that time. Yeah. And there was an artist that was on stage and it was like, yo, that's a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, um, I think it becomes a thing where you, where you, where you take or borrow something from someone and you don't give them their roses where it becomes like, it can that's become, it, it can become an issue. It can become an issue for some people, but, as a creative, when you're a real true creative, like you, you, you go into the next thing and it doesn't, you don't really get, you don't have time to really kind of get caught up in that. I did podcasts I, before I knew I was actually doing a podcast or that I knew the podcast would be doing what they're doing now. Um, yes, everyone has, I had podcasts. Those were, like everybody came to and did my show. Studio too. All that. Yeah, the Raheem, yeah, the Raheem Devon show, Studio 202. You know, um, shout out to you know previous partner Ron Dixon. Like we like we did that. We did that for three four years. You know, Funny Man Skiba, Deja Perez. Like you know, um, Deja. And even with that, that was an iron sharpening iron experience. You know, what I'm saying to be able to work with somebody like Deja or Shug, who were in the radio world, they were from that world. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, there were times I came in there I didn't know what I didn't know what I was. You know, you, you kind of fake it till you make it and figure it out. <laughs> And then, and then I look up and I'm doing interviews with like T.I. for two and three hours or, um, you know, Boney James or Marsha Ambrose. I mean, everybody came through. Kendra Lamar. We helped break like artists here, you know, in the city at that time. By the way, I do have a podcast coming soon. I can't speak on it, but it's going to change the game. Can't, I can't say to who it's with. But, we, you know, now, now that I, you why know. You tell, why can't you tell me like who you doing? I, I, I like you have a co-host? It's like a co-host. It's a yes, it is. I got non-disclosure. I got non-disclosure. I can't talk about it. <laughs> okay. I feel like I want now. It's like don't don't do that to us. And it, it, yeah, and, it and, I, and I've been acting. I mean, it's a movie coming out available. No, no, no. Is it a woman? I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to figure it out. But okay. good luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know, 
now you have interviewed other artists, like you said, uh, your podcast and probably artists, especially like Marsha Ambrose. It's like when you talk to other artists who, you know, do the same thing you do, um, what are some of the things that you learn from them in speaking with them that you apply to um, now? I mean, your creative process. I think the I think the advantage I had in doing when I do you know when I when I did the podcast you know the podcast I was doing the Raheem Devon show it was that I was an artist too so it creates a safe space like I I'm not gonna throw them under the bus like if there's certain things they don't want to talk about I'm gonna respect that like you know yeah, yeah and I know you know what I'm saying like in journalism and in the media sometimes you get a list of things or they'll say hey look this is off limits for 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 Raheem and then you and then because somebody wants the the clout or whatever. They may, they may it's still right. go in for, yeah, they may still go in for the juggler. It's a way to put it in a roundabout way, you know? You gotta, you gotta like, you gotta check the temperature. Cause sometimes, you know what? Sometimes it's the artist. I, I can say that it's not the artist who really doesn't re want to talk about it. Like sometimes the artist is like, okay, whatever. And it's their people who are like, oh no, don't do that. And so sometimes you check the temperature a little bit. They be like, yeah. oh yes, you know, woo, 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 whatever. So what I learned was the art form of like, if you sit there and talk to somebody long enough, they'll talk to you and vent. And, and before you know it, they'll be telling you all the juicy stuff <laughs> that you know anyway. That yeah. you understand that whatever. And that's, you know, I remember doing an um, interview with, with, with Miguel. And this was before, this was like before the second album came out. It was the album for the Art Dealer Chick album, like the one with, right? And, and, um, and, him, and him revealing to the audience and that, you know, he, he talked more about his girlfriend and how they had been together since high school. And, you know, he went on to marry this girl or whatever. But it was, a, I think it was a big deal at that time. I remember it being a big deal. I remember interviewing like ASAP Rocky before any world cared who he was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, we, we cared then though too. Like, it was like, yo, I had that, I had that. And he was a recluse and he had the hat down real low and just like his whole vibe. But I, I knew what it was with him. Like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's a, um, what I've learned is that I think overall that we're, 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 we are human. We are the same. We are all one and the same. You know, we just have, we just have a different superpower then the next person, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, and that, yeah, yeah, we all have things going on. You know what I mean? Um, personal, like, man, you know, I was sitting there with Tip, he, he t t Tiny ass calling, he answering the phone right there, boom, in the middle of the interview. She's like, what up? It was like, it was so dope. Um, dope time for me. I look forward to getting back to that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, definitely some podcast stuff coming um in the near future like yeah for sure but but it was like to be one of the first to be able to say i did that you know that's part of my you know it's part of my lineage part of my history you know yeah and you know one thing that i know that everybody should know about you is that you give back like it's not just like i'm performing and you know i put out albums i'm just an artist like you actually still touch the community you partner, you do charity, you know, and how important was that for you to still stay connected, to give back, especially to the DMV area, you know, where you put us on your shoulders wherever you go. 
So how important was yes, that? Yes. I mean, I love, I, I love the DMV. I love DC. I love Maryland. I love Virginia. That's Baltimore on down. Like I spent um, a lot of time in all places, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, home has just been like, it's always made me feel like home. It's always had my back, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, back when, you know, um, Mayor Vincent Gray was in office, I received the key to the city. I felt like in a day in my name, that that was it. it lit. I was lit, like on my birthday, you know, 2011. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. What does it mean? What is the what 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 door does it open? You know what I mean? Yeah, and what it and what it what it what it what it, what it really um, meant was that um, it was time to be of service yeah. to the people. It, it showed me what people thought about me, city officials, you know, everyone that was involved and um, in the city and then how many people came out to celebrate it. And it was like, you know what? This is, I got to do something. Like what, you know, I thought it was premature and I was like, yo, what, what, I need to do something. And so we started the Love Life Foundation. You know, one of the first events we did was Queen for a Day, was the Queen for a Day Spa Takeover. You know, we used the record Queen to, um, to kind of cross promote it, um, the woman as well. Um, but we did events like where we where we pampered and brought women in who were um, staying in shelters who had just left severe, severe domestic violence situations and you know um, and, and 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 loved on them and pampered on them and laughed with them and cried with them and let them know that like you know there's some real solid men in the world who who don't put their hands on women and yeah. you know or, or their kids you know and just like like led by example. Um, that morphed from that to, uh, to a, into a partnership with the AHF, with the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, um, you know, which is self-explanatory, um, you know, statistics on HIV and AIDS. And, you know, we, we, had, that, we had that partnership for a few years, um, you know, feeding the homeless with, with, with a few good men like Tony Lewis Jr. And, uh, and um, hey, Tony, uh, Tony Lewis Jr. Kitchen, kitchen, our Kitchen Cray family and yeah. DJ Quicksilver. Oh you know, um, Spice Sweets and Angel, like, like these are real Washingtonians. I was born, I was born in Orange, New Jersey, and I grew up here, you know, in the DMV area. And, you know, this is, I consider this home for me, but, um, you know, this Tony, like what he, you know, his dad and the history and, you know, his book is so dope. And, um, but he's just, he's just a community activist and just, just, you know, iron sharpens iron once again, just kind of surrounding yourself around those like-minded individuals, you know, how I move and humility is, is, is what I've seen from my peers, you know, um, Chuck Brown, like was amongst the people, you know, um, before the world knew my name, I knew, I knew Backyard's name, you know, Backyard Band, you know what I'm saying? Big G, he, he moved amongst the people, like, you know what I'm saying? There's something very mystique and, 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 and humble about that, you know, and it's like, and, and I, and I want to exclude anybody. There's a lot of people that move like that, radio personalities, athletes, whatever. I agree. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought that. That helped me to segue right into um, my next question, just about preserving, um, preserving DC culture. And mm -hmm. you know, you had no issues. You would hop on stage at a go-go. You know, like you had no problem with incorporating go-go music into your music and it kind of just mm -hmm. intertwines and like i said you take us with you you take the dmv with you um wherever you go so how important is it to preserve like our sound how important was it for you to like at least pay 
you know, pay tribute to the sound of DC within your music? Um, as of late, it's become so important that I started a go-go band. You know what I mean? Uh, so shout out to Boosie Vegas. Um, you know, we do have a co-founder of the band. Uh, it's called the Crank Crusaders. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And we've been, we've been recording. So am I, can I get an audition or how, you know? Am I Ab absolutely. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Hey, DJ Rico, you hear that? <laughs> I, say what, I say what, I say what. Yeah. But we, but but you know, you know, I live in the studio, so you can imagine how many songs we we sitting on, and you know, and we just, I, I'm learning a lot about the culture too. Anything I jump into, I don't want it to feel like a fad or something that I'm just doing. Like you know what I mean? It's got to be authentic in in a sense, and and I believe the timing is right for everything. So we definitely been working on that in the midst of everything else I got going on, and um, we kind of like entering into that mixing and mastering stage. You know, and then we'll figure out what the packaging will be for it. And then and it's crazy because then, you know, pandemic pandemic hit, you know what I mean? It makes you have to regroup um, on a lot of things, including that, you know, and they've taken a huge hit. Um, people don't understand how much importance of the live performance aspect. And that's how we survive as artists. A lot of times you don't see you don't see a back end royalty or certain things like that. If you're not straight, you can stream music. But if, you, if, if it's not hitting a certain amount of streams, it's like the, the the percentage on what we get paid as artists, like it's 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 not you know it's disrespectful. So um, you know you gotta you gotta constantly have multiple hustles, multiple stream of income, different. You know I can jump in and out of different genres of music, you know. But um, I you know I'm, I definitely stand in solidarity with the go go community, um, their struggles, you know, the adversities, um, and 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 I look forward to seeing how you know the city embrace. The culture, what 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 we do, you know, my interpolation of it, you know, along along with the Crank Crusaders, when we drop that as well. Okay, listen, I can't wait to hear this uh, go, and I am going to audition for that. Um, so let's get into the album real quick because it's almost time to wrap up. Oh my gosh, like I really can talk to you forever. So let's talk about the new album. Um, and face was playing you know face always shows you love dj face shout out to dj face um that's why yeah. i said wow that's my dj <laughs> yeah. no. they, they look we, we they 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 both ours so <laughs> dj rico and dj and dj dirty rico man i love i love them man yeah. you know i go off energy man you know what i'm saying yeah. always so um it's, man, not to exclude Face and Rico, that's his man. He just got the biggest heart, man. I love, that's my brother. I love my Face as well. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm about, you know, lift, lifting my people up and stuff like that. Face, he's he's on my last um, album. I think I gave him his first placement. Like, okay. And he yeah. was super hyped about you. Yeah, he's on the last, yeah. So, he's on, he's, yeah. So <laughs> yeah he's, you know what I'm saying? So, and we got, some, we got some other things in the can too, that's coming too. Yep. Like what? More, 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 more music, you know what I'm saying? I think DJ oh. Fake is not just a oh, dope beat. beats, don't. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's exceptional. Producer. Yeah, he's a dope producer. Yeah, so we got some, we got some more stuff coming 2021, 2022. So talk about some of the producers that um work that you work with on this project. Um, so how I worked, I worked, I worked in particular with one set of producers, and he kind of like oversaw it, you know, reaching out to different cats. And whatnot, you know, on a co-production on a co-production tip, um, the colleagues, you know, my my brother KP, 
you know, out of Atlanta, Georgia area, originally from Florida. And um, yeah, he, you know, it, it, this, it, it came about like organically. Me and KP, we, we connected on social media and, you know, I always done good, I always done good, good business with him, done right by him and, and vice versa. He's been on every album I put out since we connected. And we started like acquiring a, a large catalog of like songs in the vault where it's like songs like, I won't say necessarily sitting, but, yeah. but we got to get to that. Cause I, I time period piece music. Like I, sometimes I'll be feeling like I'm ahead of the curve on certain things. So I'll be like, Slow it down just a little bit. They ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> that's, that's 2025. I know it sounds crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, nah, that's, 2020, that's 2025. You know what I'm saying? Like prior to the pandemic, this this wouldn't have been the album. This wouldn't have been the album that was going to come out. You know what I mean? That what now made, that what made it the album then? Just the time, you know, being making music in real time. Just kind of like wanted to make, if I, I wanted to put some music out. I was like, it's time to put music out. But yeah. this ain't what this, this ain't what people need right now. I gotta I, I gotta sit back and check the pulse of what people need. What's going on in the world? You know what's yeah. going on in my life. Love. Love. Yeah, yeah. Love. Yeah, like what's going on in my life, or what are people missing? A lot of people at home, a lot of couples at home, a lot of a lot of couples at home miserable. Some couples at home in love. Some couples ain't ain't survived the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? So like, but I'm uh, listen. I, I wanted to get all up into that because the Love King, I'm sure, has some uh some tips to keep the romance going during quarantine. Keeping you know. Well, I mean, real quickly. Um, well, I wanted to answer your first question first, okay, but, 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 but yeah, so, 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 so we, so, so the album idea came together organically. It was a conversation happened one night, you know, it's really like real still blacked out. Everything's kind of closed yeah. everything. and, um, and I just remember even the first studio session going to record, like there was a sense of anxiety that we had, you know, kind of, that I had from kind of like being out. And, you know, once I got past that. And I knew things were healthy over there and sanitary and everything. Then, you know, it's gotten a rhythm. And then that became like, I don't want to say a sense of escapism from home, but like it became like, you know, being in in a zone. Yeah, being being a lockdown, yeah, psychologically, not being able to work, like, you know what I mean? And and, um, so 35% of the album probably was already recorded. Yeah. The other, the other, the other 65%. You know, um, we created in real time, and um, you know it. It's it's, it's it hasn't been twenty four hours yet. Number one um, album on iTunes right now is doing well. Um, I've done interviews with like Sugar Hill Gang, like in the last week. They got a podcast. I just had a BBC interview over in London. They bumping it in real time. Like oh, they bump- I know that you love your project. I know you love every single song. Yeah, but if you can pick one that you're in love with right now that everybody needs to listen to right now, what are you loving today? Ah uh, man, um, that's it's a tough child. I know it's like picking a favorite child, but <laughs> I can't. You have, to, you have to, you have to listen to this body of work in its entirety, like yeah. this spoken word all through it. Shout out to Rob Brown. You know, saying you street legend, like. On the poet well, no, I want to know what you're feeling today. Like we're listening to the album, and it's like, oh, this is the one where I was talking about. You know what it is? McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I see, I see that special occasion is getting added to a lot of playlists, and I'm, but I, but me, I'm not surprised. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, and I, I had this conversation with um with my partners at the label. Like, it was just like I knew that was gonna be the sleeper record. Me, a special occasion. Like, I'm a, I'm a um, you know, I brought the bridge back to R to to to, to R and B. It was been missing for a minute. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people just been singing over that loop. So I just so I brought the bridge back, and it's like. The bridge feels so good on that one. Like it's funny. It's it's a joke that me and KP have because I because like and the engineer face because because he'll do a beat for me and he'll send a beat and I'll do the record right and I'll know it's gonna be a smash and then I will hit it back and be like hey hey you got to put that bridge and you got to give me that bridge or that middle though. I need I need me a little bridge and then he'll go in and then sometimes he'll go in he'll do it he'll nail it right and then other times he'll be like nah that ain't let's go let's let's let's, let's tweak a little more <laughs> like because with technology you can do that in a manner where it's not a headache because yeah. it's not like you and in there and all these different musicians and and um so yeah i think for like today it's special occasion tomorrow it might be deep deep the next day you know it might be you know some nonsense that our current president says on on television and it's like lord help me so it's just like it depends. It goes from day to day. Well, you know what? I am going to listen to the album in the car. This is how I feel and absorb new music. I got to get in the car. You know how many you rock. So I, and I know you're going to be blunt, honest, and crucial. So I can't wait to hear what yeah, you... what, what a you, time to love. I love it. What a time, to be, in, what a time to be in love. Yep. What a time to be in love. Yeah. Well, I feel like I can just... We have so much to talk about. So we have to do this again. I would love to. But I am so happy that you were able to join me for Grown Folk Fridays today. Yeah. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Such a good time. Make sure you get the album and listen to it in its entirety. Feel the and congratulations. And look, and congratulations on your evolution too and your success. Because yeah, because you know, you know how we man, we we come up with this together and you're looking good girl you looking good <laughs> thank you Ra. <laughs> thank you listen where can everyone follow you on social media uh raheem yeah. underscore devon on twitter and instagram once again that's raheem underscore devon check me out check me out on a new clubhouse app too because i got some cool oh my gosh you're on clubhouse i'm trying I'm to on figure it out i'm on, I'm on clubhouse gonna... i got some cool things coming you know what i'm saying i got my club coming and I do this little cool thing. It's a pop-up now where I do this thing called Sage and Slow Jam. So definitely come check out on, on, on Clubhouse. Um, YouTube.com forward slash Raheem Devon. Facebook.com forward slash Raheem Devon. And of course, uh, What a Time to Be in Love, produced by the colleagues. My brand new album, number eight. It's on all digital platforms. It's number one on right now. Let's just keep it going, man. Let's, 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 let's take the streams to millions and billions. That's right. What a time to be in love. Thank you so much, Raheem Devon. I am Vic Jagger. It's time to wrap up Grown Folk Friday. Of course, it's brought to you by Fair Rider, Ride Green, and Industrial Bank, your community bank. And now DJ Face is going to take us out of here. 
Look, we have some jams, as he said. You know how we do. We run the jams. Y'all talked about this joint, and I already had it queued up before you talked about it, because this is my joint off the new album. Special occasion. It's the obvious thing. Hey, look, since he talked about it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be proper if I didn't play the joint I did for him on Love Reunion the album before this. Let's do that. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, my, 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 my. Oh, my, 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 my. Brian Devon produced by DJ Face. Let's go. Like cocoa in a center, aphrodisiac. 
apple saying tricky squeeze it when that's some in your trash. Let's leave and make some flies. Oh, it says a little ting ting. Please don't wake me up from dreaming. Just let me marble over you. Tell you another way. Experience my love. Can you hear me? Hey, over here. Turn me up. Hey, over here. Yeah. Hey, over here. Hey, over here. That's it. Hey, over here. You wanna know what I'm hey, thinking? Over here. I'll tell you. Hey, over here. Listen. Lady, 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 lady. Thank you so much. Rumpo 